0: Asking the right question can greatly impact your future. So are you working with a certified financial planner? A CFP professional. Certified financial planner certification is the standard of excellence in financial planning. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, November 1st. That's right, November. We're in the election month, one week until election day. Party leaders are hitting the campaign trail, and last-minute campaign ads are making those closing arguments. President Joe Biden headed south today to Florida, the Sunshine State, as part of his last week of campaign stops on the midterm campaign trail. Presidents sought to draw a very clear contrast with Republicans over policy positions related to Social Security and Medicare, two issues that always resonate quite strongly with senior citizen voters. And we know Florida has a lot of seniors who are active voters. Folks here in Florida, you need to know this. Because of your own senator, Senator Rick Scott, He's, he's in charge of electing Republicans in the Senate, and he laid out a clear plan. He said every five years, Social Security and Medicare would have to be reauthorized. You've been paying the Social Security your whole life. You earned it. Now these guys want to take it away. Who in the hell do they think they are? So the president down in Florida to make that argument and try to boost the chances of the gubernatorial nominee, Charlie Crist, and the senatorial nominee, Val Demings both of those Democrats are in uphill battles against the Republican incumbents they're seeking to defeat. So why is President Biden in Florida if Democrats are seen there as more long shots than they are in other critical battleground states around the country? Well, Precisely because he's not welcome in every critical battleground state in the country. Now, Florida's a big state. He's going to try and compete for it if he runs for re election in 2024. And in fact, a potential Republican opponent of his, Ron DeSantis, is on the ballot, the Republican governor, running for re election this year in Florida. So going down there to Florida to make these arguments today. It's actually a bit safer for Biden because the stakes are just a little bit lower there than they are in places like Arizona, Nevada, Georgia. In fact, contrast that with where Democrats see President Obama on the campaign trail today. That's in Nevada, a total toss-up state. Really one of the most competitive states of the cycle. Catherine Cortez Masto, perhaps the most endangered Democratic incumbent senator of the cycle. And the contrast is fascinating to look at because it's a bit of role reversal. When Joe Biden was Barack Obama's vice president, he was seen as the one without the political baggage, since he was not president, and could go anywhere. He could go into red states and try to convince Democrats to turn out there. He could go into tougher districts, into the real battleground places at a time when Obama was mostly being used to just excite enthusiasm among Democratic base voters. Now that he's president... And with that job comes the political baggage. It's the former president, whose numbers in terms of popularity are a bit higher than Joe Biden's, who goes to the critical battleground contest. On the Republican side, former Vice President Mike Pence on the campaign trail today with Brian Kemp, the Republican incumbent governor in Georgia, who's in that rematch against Democrat Stacey Abrams. If the polling is to be believed, he's running ahead of Abrams right now. But remember, Georgia saw a really divisive Republican primary where Trump and Pence, former ticket mates, were on opposite sides. Remember, Trump wanted to take Kemp down in the Republican primary. He backed former Senator David Perdue, who lost big to Brian Kemp. Pence came up the winner in that sort of proxy battle between Trump and Pence in Georgia, and he's there a week out to try and seal the deal. I think there's no better governor in America than Brian Kemp. It's true. No one in Georgia's history has done more to create jobs, cut taxes, restore sanity to your schools, put criminals behind bars, protect the unborn and secure all the God-given liberties enshrined in the Constitution of the United States than Governor Brian Kemp. My colleague Caitlin Collins sat down with Brian Kemp for an interview that aired this morning on the debut of CNN's new morning show, CNN This Morning, and listen to how much Brian Kemp wanted to avoid weighing in on Donald Trump and keep the focus on his race and the work he's doing to get reelected. The former president has not been in Georgia in a few months. Why do you think that is? I don't know. You'd have to ask him that question. (laughs) Look, I'm focusing on, um, you know, getting our vote out. I appreciate what President Trump did for the state of Georgia. Trump Republicans like the policies that he had. And when they look at my record, they like the policies that they're getting from their governor. It's also worth noting that Mike Pence will not be campaigning with Herschel Walker while in Georgia. That's the Republican nominee for the Senate there running against Democratic incumbent Raphael Warnock. As you know, Walker has been facing accusations from women who claim that he paid for abortions for them to have a claim that he has totally denied. But Pence... And Kemp, very religious, conservative Christians, are largely keeping their distance from Walker. And politics, as we know, always... Makes for strange bedfellows, that is on clear display in Michigan today, where Congresswoman Liz Cheney, conservative Republican, but who has been in a very public split with her party over issues related to January 6th and democracy. She's in Michigan campaigning for a Democratic Congresswoman, Alyssa Slotkin, who is in a tough battle for re-election in a critical congressional district. And why is she doing that? Well, the two have a history. They served on the House Armed Services Committee together. They even knew each other back in the day when one worked at the State Department and the other worked at the CIA. But what is clear in Alyssa Slotkin's messaging about Cheney's endorsement and her visit today is she's trying to explain to voters that there's something more important than party. Here she was on CNN this morning. We agree on one really big thing, and that's that there has to be uh, a democratic system in order for our system to function. And I look forward to debating her in the future on issues of policy, on democracy. We are in vehement agreement. And in Battleground, Pennsylvania today, there are two new television ads up, one from each Senate candidate, John Fetterman on the Democratic side, Mehmet Oz on the Republican side. And it is fascinating to watch how each candidate enters the final week on the airwaves and the arguments they're making to voters. I want you to hear John Fetterman's ad. It's a pure contrast ad, really trying to increase Oz's negatives as voters prepare to head to the polls. I've spent my career fighting for people. Oz has spent his life taking advantage of people, making himself rich. I've taken on the powerful, been different. Oz will only work for himself in Washington, just like the rest. He lies for your vote. I'll never break your trust. But Oz's ad takes an entirely different approach. It's sort of the Kindler, gentler Oz that he is trying to portray, a real outreach to the middle of the electorate, not so much about lambasting Fetterman, but more trying to put forth his credentials as somebody who can appeal to a broad swath of Pennsylvania voters. What's missing from politics these days is compassion. That's why I'll cut taxes to help families struggling with inflation, strengthen Social Security, and help those suffering from drugs and crime. Politicians point fingers. Doctors solve problems. Together we'll stand up to extremism on both sides and bring balance to Washington. Betterman also appeared on CNN this morning in an interview with Don Lemon today where he defended his decision to participate in that very important Pennsylvania debate. I just always understood that it wasn't going to be, be easy. I mean, I'm five months into uh, recovery from, from that, but I thought it was important that I show up and, 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 and I did. We don't know yet what impact that debate and all the coverage in the aftermath of the debate has had on that Pennsylvania race, but that is something we will likely learn as we watch the vote totals roll in next Tuesday. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.